Our scripture passage this morning is out of Joshua, Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. Pew Bible, page 331. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' aid, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the Jordan into the land that I'm about to give them to the Israelites. I will give you every place that you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert of Lebanon and from the great river Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all of your days. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you, and I will never leave you, and I will never forsake you. But be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and courageous. Be careful to obey all the laws my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night, so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. This is the word of God for the people of God. seated. I grew up in Fredericksburg, Virginia, just south of Washington, D.C., filled with history, filled with history. We used to water ski down the Rappahannock River, and all of the old, when I say old, revolutionary time frame docks where the ships would actually come up the Rappahannock and they would unload all of their barrels of fish packed with salt into warehouses and all of these different things. That's where I grew up. A lot happened there during the Revolutionary War time. A lot happened there during the Civil War time. Close to where my house was, was a little place called Ferry Farms. Anybody heard of that? Ferry Farms. Boyhood home of George Washington. Neat place. Rappahannock River... Tales said that he threw a silver dollar across the Rappahannock River. 
used to wonder all the time when I was water skiing if I'd ever be able to find it. No, I didn't, in case anybody was wondering. <clears throat> but it's something in growing up and growing up in that place that captured my heart to learn about the first president of the United States, to learn about who he was, to understand that he grew up in the same place as a boy that I was growing up. Interesting, isn't it? And then to move here and understand that he spent time here, coming down the Ohio River, camped right down here, owned a lot of land here. Interesting, huh? So where he grew up as a boy, I grew up as a boy, where he owned land as a man, I live. Understanding that God had raised him up to lead a people into a free nation. Right? A lot of things happened supernaturally during the Revolutionary War for him. Fog came in. Unexplained. Allowed them to move across the river to get out of where they were, where they were going to be captured. Another time, an ice storm hits. The British couldn't, couldn't move, couldn't do anything at all. They were about to take Washington and his army, and they were able to move up a hill to get the higher ground. Interesting how God moves on behalf of his people. We haven't faced... In this generation, along we haven't we haven't faced war. Some have, but we haven't faced the things that our predecessors have to get freedom. We haven't. Now I know that there are some who are watching or who are with us who have fought, and I am. Beyond grateful for the freedom I have. Beyond grateful. In our passage today, God talks to Joshua. And he gives him promises. He gives him promises. The same promises that we have. You see, at this point in time, we may not be carrying guns and in a physical war, but I am telling you, and I know that many of you understand this, that we are in just as much of an individual spiritual war than we are physical war. There are things that each one of us is facing. And it's not easy. But just like God led Washington, God led Joshua. God will lead us. And he will lead you. There's things in that passage that we read that are promises and there are things that are instructions. Promises. I will give you every place where you put your foot. 
your territory will extend. What does that mean to us in the world in which we live? If we talk about our world personally, that means what you're facing. The difficulties, the stresses, the hurts, the pains, the things that are impacting you emotionally, the things that are impacting you mentally. You have territory to take. You have difficulties that you're battling, things that you're fighting. But God's given you promises just like he did to Joshua. Every place that you put your foot, I will give you. Your territory will extend. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. So I will be with you, the Lord says, and I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. Those promises are for you. They're for me. I need them. Because when I get into difficult situations, and I get frustrated, and I get discouraged, I, I would love to throw the towel in. As a matter of fact, if I'm being very honest, I have. Several times, I've thrown the towel in. I'm done. I've had enough. Can't take any more. I don't want to take any more. The problem is, is the towel hits me back in the face. Because God's like, no, you're not done yet. I'm like, oh, yes, I am. Call it a badminton match of who throws a towel back at each other the fastest. Call it what you want. But the truth of the matter is, we get to those points when we're done. Bad enough. If we don't grab a hold of the promises that we've been given, and what I, what I mean when I say that is when we don't own them, it has to be your promise. It has to be yours. But if you don't own them, then it's something that just sits there unused. God goes on as he's talking. He says, be strong and courageous. It's like, well, not today because I've thrown the towel in. I'm done. Right? I'm done. Be strong and courageous. I'm not feeling it, God. Just not feeling it not about feelings, is it? I mean, we've all been in school, right? You had a paper that you had to write, and you're like, I ain't feeling this paper. But you know your deadline's coming, and you know you have to do it anyway. So you hunker down, and you do it. And what God is saying here is be strong and courageous, even when you're not feeling it, even if you don't want to be. Be strong and courageous. Because these promises, the ones that I've just listed, are available to you as you step into being and doing. Be strong and courageous. Obey the laws. Don't turn from the left to the right. Keep this book on your lips. Meditate on it and do everything written in it. Hard to do when you're discouraged, right? This is when we think about our freedom and the prices that were paid. Many men and women didn't feel like getting up on the cold mornings and going into battle, did they? But there was something worth living for and something worth dying for.
your territory, spiritually speaking, is worth living for and dying for. Because if I take my territory, then guess who it benefits? My family. Remember the ripple effect that we talk about? If I take my territory, my kids live in my land. They live in my land. And it is my job to keep my land safe for them. Even when I don't feel like it. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. Well, I feel discouraged. I feel discouraged. Well, don't be. You don't understand. But I feel like being discouraged. No, no, no. But the Bible says don't be. But I feel like it. But it's not about what you're feeling right now. Because what you're feeling is not of God, is it? Because the enemy's the one that wants to steal, kill, and destroy. But God's the one that wants to encourage you. So that you're not discouraged. If you do these things, if you follow God's instructions, then another promise. I find it interesting in this passage that the first part of the passage is all about promises that God has for you. The second part is, here's some instructions to follow. The last part is another promise. Because if you keep the book of the law to your lips, if you meditate on it day and night, and if you do everything written in it, then you will be prosperous and successful. Then you will be prosperous and successful. You see, the first part of the promises that God give us, gives us in this passage is about you. I will give you every place that you set your foot. I will extend your territory. No one will stand against you. I will be with you. I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. After following the instructions, then you will be prosperous and successful in what you have put your hands to. Condensed, it's this. Speak about the truth of God. Think on the things of God. And do what He tells you. When it says, this book shall always be on your lips, what that's talking about is speak it. Speaking about it. The next one is think on it, meditate on it, think about it. And the last is do. Then God wraps all this up. Again, whether you feel like it or not, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Freedom. There's freedom in Christ. Paul talks all about it. But the things that I'm facing right now, God, you know, it seems like I'm pretty much imprisoned right now. feel trapped. Can't go one way or the other. Don't know what to think. Don't know what to do. But there's freedom. The condition of not being in prison or in captivity. But we've been given an understanding of who Jesus was. Even He Himself. God has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He's sent me to heal the brokenhearted, 
to give deliverance, to give freedom to the captives, recover the sight of the blind, and to set at liberty them that are bruised. That's who Jesus is. That's who he is for you. There is a land that God has for each one of us. He has shown us throughout history his willingness to involve himself supernaturally for freedom of his people and of those who he has set aside. We've seen it in history physically time after time. The same is for you. The same is for me. There's freedom for me in the land at which God has placed me and the territory which he's given me. I find it interesting that as God gives Joshua this promise of wherever you set your foot, I will give you that land, right? What's the first place that Joshua walked? Across the Jordan and around Jericho. First battle. God proved his promise. And sometimes we just need to walk around our situations. Quietly, silently, meditating on what God is going to do and how he's going to deliver us and how he's going to free us. Because he will. Be strong and courageous, church. Be strong and courageous. I was up on the, the hill at the radio station this past week recording, and I wrote this one on storms. People say you're either going in one, you're in one, or you're coming out of one. Things can get rough. Put your foot where God wants you to put your foot. Take the territory, take the ground in the middle of the storm, and he will protect you and his promises will come true. His promises will come true. Speak, think, do. Be courageous. Don't be afraid. Don't be discouraged. Step into the freedom that God has for you. Father, Lord God, I thank you just for our time this morning. And I pray, Lord, I just ask you through the power of your spirit that you just deposit things into our hearts and into our lives this morning. Giving us an understanding of who you are for us and that you will lead us. Father, that there's freedom in our lives that's, that flies in the face of so many things that the enemy tries to make us believe is not the case. But Father, I pray that you help us to live in freedom, your freedom. Father, to remember your promises. And even though you may tell us to not be discouraged and not be afraid, there are times that the, those things come over us and they flood over us. But Father, that I pray that we remember to turn to you and ask you for your help and that you will fulfill your promises of never leaving us, and always being with us. And Father, as we do follow you, I thank you for your promise 
of prospering us and making us successful so that people would see and know that it is you that has done it. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.